Today's episode is brought to you by Sheridan County Title Insurance Agency. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. Again, that is Sheridan County Title Insurance Agency. Now back to the episode. And welcome back to another episode of Go Be Wyo. Today, our special guests are Christine, Christine Dietrich, the executive director of Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns. And then to her right is Sydney Myers, the resource development director of Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns located here in Sheridan, Wyoming. Christine and Sydney, thanks for coming by this morning. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. No, Sydney, thanks for setting this up. I think this will be a informative uh, podcast about what you guys do and what you guys do uh, in the Eastern Bighorn. So the, I'm going to guess the Sheridan area, but not necessarily exclusive to Sheridan. Sheridan County. Sheridan County. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Well, the first and foremost, I think for anyone that doesn't know what Habitat for Humanity is, um, what is your guys's mission? Um, and I don't know who wants to take that. Probably Christine, I guess. Well, Sydney's looking at me. So. <laughs> uh, our mission is to provide affordable housing options for everyone. Um, so although we serve Sheridan County and our service projects and building projects are focused in Sheridan County, we do also provide opportunities for um, financial classes and education, homeowner maintenance classes, and advocacy efforts to support affordable housing and and access to affordable housing for everyone um, because we believe everyone deserves a simple, decent, affordable place to call home. Awesome. So that's kind of, um, I think I'm aware of some families that have been held by Habitat for Humanity. So that's like from start to finish. Yes. If they qualify for a certain program, that's kind of the objective is to help people get a house. Yes, awesome. absolutely. And then just to be able to sustain that, um, the partnership doesn't end when they move in. It continues after that. So in order for them to be successful homeowners, that requires a lot of support and education, um, which is yeah. something that we work towards. Very cool. Um, I would imagine you guys get a lot of help from contractors and builders and landscapes for that kind of education and you know the ongoing process because there's a lot... Uh, obviously building a home is a lot, but maintaining it and keeping the house is probably quite an education process for a lot of people. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's an area that we'd like to grow too. is just our partnerships there because it's important to have leaders and professionals within our community to um, host some of those trainings for, for everyone, not just habitat homeowners, but everyone in the community who's looking to expand their knowledge about, you know, how to fix a sink or how to patch drywall um, if something happens in your house. So uh, we're always looking for ways to continue and grow and add to those classes. Very so cool. if anyone's listening and wants to be part of that. And wants to help. Awesome. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into like volunteer stuff and like that. Yeah. Um, and I think last thing on the mission, you guys are part of the National Habitat for Humanity. And, it, and you wrote to me that um, you guys also help with global building efforts that Habitat does. Uh, what, what are kind of some of those examples? 
Well, we tithe annually to Habitat for Humanity of Mexico because, of course, Habitat for Humanity is an international organization, so all over the globe. Um, Hopefully in the near future, we had been chatting about taking a trip down to Mexico to do a build there, but then COVID came along. So hopefully in the near future, that's something that we can do and actually physically go global and um, create that in-person connection. Yes, we've built, excuse me, over 40 homes in Mexico through our tithe. So over the last 27 years that we've been sending funds down there, they've built over 40 houses down in Mexico. Um, We also have the option to tithe some of those funds to disaster or recovery areas also. So for example, when Hurricane Katrina happened, um, part of our tithe went down there to help with efforts down there. So that's something annually that we do is contribute to that. Wonderful. That's awesome. Um, so the next question would be, um, what are some of the current projects ongoing? Um, or it can be from what your guys' answer was, uh, sounds like we finished some homes for some, or some projects, I guess I should say. Yes. This uh, last fiscal year that we just closed out, we had two homeowners who moved into their houses. So that's always just super great to see them finish their partnership. It takes over a year uh, and they've invested a lot of time into building their own house. Um, So it's just really great to celebrate that with them and they're moved into their houses and carrying on with life. Uh, And then we build year round. And so we have four partner families right now that we are building for uh, and they're in different phases of construction, of course. um, But we'll be hopefully finishing and moving a homeowner in before Christmas. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, super exciting. What a great holiday uh, present that will be for that family. Um, Sounds like, uh, talk about your partnerships on that, on on the houses. Um, Sounds like the Sheridan College Construction Program helps out with those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we've had about 11-year partnership. 13 year partnership with Sheridan College. Um, It's wonderful. Um, The students, they come out and they actually, their lab is on our houses. So they get hands-on experience. We get a ton of help. And then also they get to impact their community through um, their education, which is awesome. And we're grateful for that. It's always fun to see them out there and get to know them. And they get to know the partner families and actually physically meet the people that they're building the home for. That's awesome. Great experience for them. And then a great community outreach for those families and them. So that's awesome. That's a great, so 13 years that's been going on. Yes. A really long time. That is very long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, another ongoing, uh, project you guys uh, sent to me was brush, brush with kindness repairs. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so Brush With Kindness is another program that we offer. It's open to existing homeowners, so not just families that we partner with for Habitat, but anyone who owns a home can approach us. Um, You do have to be income qualified, but it allows us to perform repairs that are focused on safety, accessibility, and warmth. And that can be a wide variety of things. It could be scraping and painting a house. Um, it could be deck repairs, insurance repairs. Uh, we've had a lot of requests for handicap ramps. And so that's actually probably the, the area that I've seen the highest need. We have a lot of requests for handicap ramps. Um, 
warmth would just be focused on weatherization. So now's the time of year. We just had this huge snowfall come through. Um, you know, when you have drafts coming in, uh, that ups your utility bill. So we'll focus on that. Um, we've done interior repairs before, um, like plumbing repairs, things like that. We're focused this time around on exterior repairs just okay. because of COVID. Um, going into someone's house right now kind of opens you up to some liability risk there. Absolutely. But we absolutely are looking for ways to just go in and clean up some houses on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yard work, yard cleanup too is... Safety, yeah. 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 And we just got a, a huge funding opportunity from Thrivent that will cover this program for at least the next four years. Wow. So if we commit to doing 10 projects this year, um, we should be able to sustain it for the next four years, which is awesome. We haven't really been able to promote the program the last three years because we haven't had funding for it. Uh, so now that we do, we're looking at helping out um, a large amount of people. So- we just relaunched that well last week. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Oh, very recent. Yeah, so very cool. Super recent. Yeah. How you guys mentioned it's it's based on uh, financial. Is it actually pretty easy to get it? Um, or do you recommend people like if they're not sure, just apply and see if uh, they qualify for that program? Absolutely. You yeah. never know until you. Until you know. Yeah. Uh, so it is. It is exactly that, though. It is an application. And sure. Um, folks have to be within thirty to sixty percent of the median income, which is actually a huge range of income, and it depends on family size. And the majority of our applicants are are on a restricted income anyway; they're on disability or social security. Um, and so, a lot of our applicants are actually seniors who can't perform the repairs themselves and don't have the extra funds to cover that. Um, there, there is a repayment plan that's part of that also, but it's a sliding scale. Sure. So it could be they have zero cost or they could have an option to set up a payment plan to cover that. Wonderful. Yeah, but definitely everybody, if they need something, we want everyone to apply and you can find the application on our website. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Um, kind of on that same thread, so finishing up projects, you know, um, now fundraisers, you know, talked about Thrivent helped, you know, fund that, uh, the brush, brush with kindness. Um, but you guys just finished the wrangle, um, at Eaton's ranch and Sydney probably, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, for 14 years, 13, same as the, uh, college partnership oh. started the same year. Then it should be awesome. easy to remember. <laughs> so for 13 years, we've done, um, a 5k, 10k half marathon out at Eaton's ranch. Um, they generously let us use their beautiful space. Um, and it's definitely a true trail run. Uh, we hiked and marked the trails. It's not an easy hike, um, but it's gorgeous out there. And um, I think everybody had a great time uh, running. Uh, we had a lot of participants. Um, it is our largest fundraiser of the year. Um, so something that we truly appreciate when people participate. Um, and yeah, after the race, people hung out and ate snacks on the lawn. And I think overall it was a great time. Yes, it's, it's definitely grown from 13 years to this year. Mm -hmm. We have a cap of 100 participants um, and we had over 80. 
that right yep. this year that participated. So that's great. The half marathon seems to be super popular. Mm. Yes. The longer distance, we had more participants in that than we did in the 5K this year. But I think that's just, if you're a trail runner, um, the longer distances are almost preferred because of that yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 5K was smaller this year because Aaron didn't sign up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll have to join us next year. <laughs> I'm not a runner, so. Uh. <laughs> you can hike it. Yeah, lots of people come hike. It can take six hours. You can do it. If I'm not, if I wasn't a football coach, I'd probably give up my Saturday. But when I get Saturdays off, I'm going to take a Saturday off. So I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, from your guys' notes, sounds like, again, that's a long time to be having, you know, the the college program, the Eaton's Ranch, letting you guys do that for 13 years. Um, A couple of the information you guys sent me was you guys raised over $17,000 this year at that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough number. We still have some income that's coming in, but, mm-hmm. um, that's awesome. about that. Yeah. And then that's right. Toyota Fremont's a title sponsor of that event. Yeah. Uh, no free shout outs to Toyota. Um, I've uh, asked them to be a sponsor. So anyways, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> They're, they're great. Cause I know they, they love the grassroots stuff, but so they're a big sponsor of that Eaton's of course lets you guys do it for free, which is awesome. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I missed in that one. No, that's great. Um, kind of talking about fundraisers. Um, you know, how can someone get involved? You know, like you guys said, this was the end of your fiscal year, you know, kind of maybe finishing that one house before Christmas, but, uh, this is kind of the time for, uh, people to donate their time, donate, uh, money, you know, what are some things coming up, uh, this holiday season for anyone that's curious on helping out? Yeah. So, um, probably our last couple things coming up this year. Um, on November 12th, we are doing a cornhole tournament at the Sheridan Wesleyan Church. Um, and last year we did it and there was a great turnout. Everybody had a ton of fun. Um, so we're doing a kid's bracket and an adult's bracket. Um, there will be prizes for all the winners in both brackets. Um, and you can register online if you go to sheridanhabitat.org. Um, also, that's just a great way to see what's coming up, what we have going on. Um, It is a fundraiser uh, that will finish out our faith build, which is a match um, that is provided by Thrivent Financial, which is super exciting. Um, So if you guys, if anybody's interested, you should definitely pop on the website and register for that. And then we also have our year end appeal coming up. Yes. And, and that's kind of, uh, I don't want to say tradition, but pretty common of other nonprofits in the community. You're going to start hearing a lot about mm-hmm. wrapping up the end of the year and end of year giving. And that's our last push for the year for, for fundraising as we get into kind of the slower season um, and folks are kind of refocused in other areas. So mm-hmm. we are excited to announce, so this will be the first time we've announced that we yes. have a match for this year. So the Standish Family Foundation is providing a match up to 25000 for our year-end appeal. Um, should be having that out the first week of November. And then uh, if we can meet the match, that's 50000 total. Um, so not a bad way to end the year. Yeah. No, Great I, way to end the, end the year for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys came here first to put that announcement out. So wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So the Standish 
the Standish uh, Foundation twenty five thousand mm-hmm. match. So, like you said, it could be up to fifty thousand if they get there. That's wonderful, and then that's going to be officially up and running in the first week in November. Is that what you said on the website and kind of all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, website. Cool. Um, Sydney's going to be doing the email campaigns, awesome. and then we'll have a mailer that goes out. So anyone who's subscribed to our newsletter, um, or anyone who has volunteered in the lo- in the last year, or who has given a gift, will receive something in the mail, as well as if you keep posted with our Facebook, um, then Sydney will have a lot of good information out there just talking about our projects and what we've got coming up and how those funds will really help us as we look to the future. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when if you donate a dollar, you're really donating two dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Your, your money is doubled at that point. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, no, that's great. That's awesome to hear from the Standish Foundation. They do so much in the community. Um, talking about fundraising, volunteering, you know, what are the best ways for people to help? Um, and maybe this is an opportunity to talk about Restore because that's under your guys' umbrella, correct? Yes. Um, awesome. So, yeah, how could somebody, if they've got a free day and they want to volunteer or um, we kind of already talked about fundraising, I mean, wait till the match is going. But, um, yeah, what are the best ways to help you guys out? Well, we love our volunteers. Um, and, yes, the Restore is totally an option to volunteer. Um, Marla, our Restore manager, loves to have people come in and help her out and chat with the customers. Um, also, we do have volunteers on our job site. Um, and you don't have to have any previous experience or knowledge of construction to do that. Um, And so if you are interested, uh, feel free to message us via our website or on Facebook. Um, We love to have people out there. As Christine was saying, we are wrapping up one home, um, hopefully before the holidays, so she can get in there with her kids. Um, And so there is some interior work, even if it's cold outside. Um, So just yeah, give us a call if you're interested. Um, we love for everybody to come out. And a lot of times the homeowners come to the job site and say hi and thank them. And it's a cool experience if you haven't done it. Awesome. Yeah, and Restore just opened more hours and days also. Yeah. So Restore is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, nine to five. And that opens up a lot more opportunity for folks to volunteer if they're looking for something to do uh, or just looking for a place to shop. Mm-hmm. because it is a huge part of our mission, as you said. Yeah, 100% of the inventory is donated to us and 100% of the funds go back into our building program. So Wonderful. it's a great, a great program. Yeah. yeah. And there's some awesome stuff that you can there find is, at the Restore. Yeah. My husband, I think, is tired of me bringing things home because <laughs> he keeps asking me where we're going to put it. But there's some really cool things that come in. just means he has to get rid of some of his stuff so you can put more stuff. There you stuff. go. Yeah. yeah. Donate That's it back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have a really cool wine set up in there right now Don't that I wish that. I <laughs> wish I had room for. It's really cool, but they always have great yeah. stuff. Yeah. There. Great community always donating things there and um okay. and then like you said, go in the f- any, any of the profits go back into the building program. So that's awesome. So six days a week, Monday through Saturday, nine, yeah. to, nine to five now. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So that's just brand new as of the first part of September. So just about a month now. Awesome. Yeah. So very cool. If we can get people in and knowing about that, it's a big change. Yes. It's a big change. Especially, especially to, um, you know, uh, 
I'm trying to, th- you know, for nonprofits like uh, Salvation Army is always hit and miss with their hours, um, you know, and sometimes it's frustrating when you're trying to donate and you're like, well, this is the only day I can come and then they're not open. So you guys are open yeah. six days a week. There's no excuse. Well, and that's <laughs> part of why we did that yeah. because we did have a lot of calls in at the office about wanting to drop things off and mm-hmm. whatnot. So having consistent hours and, and just because we're looking at ramping up our building, the the more we can maximize the store's revenue, the better mm-hmm. for us to help us do that. To grow and mm-hmm. help the community more. No, yeah. that's awesome. Um, so that was kind of all the questions I had prepared, but I've, I've come up with some good ones here. So first up, um, I didn't ask you guys, Christine, how long have you been with Habitat for Humanity? And then we'll ask the same question to Sydney. Um, and on that question, you know, how long have you been there? Um, what is the, an experience that, um, you really enjoyed and, and why you stay with Habitat for Humanity here? You should go first. Christine has a great story. Um, I've been with Habitat for cumulatively two years. Um, and it's hard to put it into words, I guess. Um, I love what I do from a professional standpoint, but also the this job is so personal um, and you really get to meet these incredible families, um, work with incredible people um, who are just so passionate about what they do. Um, I love that Habitat for Humanity is an international organization. Um, so around the globe, uh, it's it's a very unique nonprofit. Um, and then of course that firsthand experience of being at those closings and those dedication ceremonies and seeing these people move into their homes. Um, I, it's phenomenal. Um, our organization has never had a foreclosure on any of our habitat homes, meaning that those families have been able to maintain home ownership, which, mm-hmm. um, is wonderful. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I love having Sydney on our team. Hopefully that two years turns into 20 or however, all Gosh. of time, all of time. <laughs> let's keep Sydney. Um, so I've, I've been with Habitat. I celebrated my sixth year in June. So going on seven years now as the executive director. Um, but I previously had experience with the Habitat because I was a Habitat for Humanity homeowner. Okay. So in 2011, I was chosen to be a part of the program and helped build my house for myself and my three kiddos. And uh, just from there, the opportunities just kind of came out of the woodworks. I think it's, it's, it's so true that the house, these houses that we build are life changing beyond the year partnership and beyond a few years after that. It really sets you up for success um, personally and professionally. And, and really for me, just kind of opened my eyes to um, all of the things that I really could do now that I wasn't so stressed about, you know, finances or where we were going to live. Um, We had a home of our own that no one could take away from us because we made it happen. So from there, gosh, almost seven years ago, when the opportunity came up to be executive director, I thought, well, why not? You know, um, it had a huge impact on me and on my family. And I knew that this was something that I could give more to, you know? And so I've just been hugely blessed to keep that going in a different way, mm-hmm. but just to see, see and contribute to other family success in that way 
has been really great. And it's it's so emotional. You know, Sydney is talking about going to dedications and home closings and getting to know these families. And you do. You become friends with these families and you get to know them and you're part of their kids' lives and you're following up with them and they're calling you, you know, years later and and talking about what's going on in their lives. And it's, it's hugely personal um, and it's just so great. So I'm glad I get to work with you and experience that with you and with our team. Our team's really great. Yeah, that's another part of that is I mentioned the staff, but um, our staff, one of our values is family. Um, and that includes um, our Habitat family um, as a whole and then also just allowing us the time to prioritize our families and our life outside of work as well. Um, but I just, I love Christine's story of how she got involved with Habitat um, and the fact that she's experienced it in multiple ways. So, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's a great story. Did not know that. So hopefully this helps people know your story about Habitat. Um, to finish up, Christine, you sent this out here and I'll kind of let you uh, maybe end out this interview with this. Um, you know, I think it's no secret here in Sheridan that the housing market's crazy. And so, you know, for your guys' mission, it's going to be a little more difficult um, or can be more difficult, I should say. Um, but you wanted to, I'll kind of, it was that last piece that, you know, I didn't ask you about, but um, you kind of mentioned it. Habitat is looking to build more houses um, and grow. Mm-hmm. Um you know, kind of, this is your soapbox, I guess that last little bit here. I don't want to take away from what you wrote here. I'll step up on that soapbox. Yeah. Don't give her. (laughs) 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 I'll keep it short. Um, you know, Habitat's one piece of the puzzle in, in solving that crisis. And there are some challenges that come with that. Obviously, as a nonprofit, it's hard to be competitive in this market with everybody else. We are at a disadvantage. So that makes things a lot more difficult when you're kind of at the mercy of, of those in the community to um, offer you in-kind support, you know, construction supplies, materials, labor, um, or funding um, when you're stretched, stretched kind of thin. But... That's the key part of it, though, is that we are still a piece of the puzzle and a part of the solution. And although we're building three to four houses a year right now, we want to be able to build more to grow our impact through new construction, through our repairs program, through our advocacy efforts and through our educational curriculum. Um, And that means that we need to, for construction side of things, the biggest part of solving that challenge for us is just securing land. Um, We know that there's, uh, well, it's expensive. There's a lack of inventory there, but I know that there is land out there. And so we just have to find where it's at, who those partners are going to be in the community, to help us find the land that we need to grow more because we can double our output. We could triple our output if we were given the resources we need, such as land, to do that. And that means we're creating more jobs, we're creating more opportunities, and we're filling that gap even more than we are now. So we want to continue to be a part of that solution and be a bigger part of that solution. And we're here. We're ready to make that happen. So just... Let us know how. Sydney, anything to add on that? I think she nailed the soapbox. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) 
Well, um, that's funny you bring that up because I just finished a series with the Sheridan Chamber Mm -hmm. and some of the business owners were talking about getting labor. You know, they're having a hard time finding workers for their businesses. And one of the issues is housing. Um, And a lot of them said, we can solve this problem. You know, we just all need to come together and figure it out. And so now I'm glad I'm having you guys in here and talk about, well, this is what we do. Mm -hmm. Someone needs to step up to the plate and, you know, partner with us because not to, you know, state the obvious, but you guys are a nonprofit. So there's benefits to partnering with Habitat for Humanity and giving the land for affordable house. Like it just all makes sense. So absolutely, I'm glad you said that. And I'm glad you brought that up in the list of questions there. Um, last thing to end out. So we talked about your guys' story and why you guys enjoy working for Habitat. I do want to ask you, is there a funny story that you guys can share that you've experienced either on the job site at the restore with a family um, <laughs> that I, you guys are both laughing. So I'm going to guess you guys do. So um, the sh- ship thing, like man overboard. Oh gosh. There's, there's so many different stories, you know, on Sydney's side of thing, the ship overboard, a lot of what Sydney's doing right now is just reviewing our policies because they're kind of the foundation for our operations. And we're, we're blessed to be able to have Habitat for Humanity International give us a lot of that information. But it, it's just, you yeah, talk about the ship thing. Don't print a policy until you read how many pages it is. Um, <laughs> it was 420 pages. Holy cow. I don't know how I'm supposed to read all of that. I read about 100 of it. But yeah. one of the parts is... Um, man overboard so yeah. if an employee falls off a ship while building one of our homes so mm. that's part of the policy so we thought that yeah. was pretty comical that won't so. be a part of our policy when we filter yeah. through that but it was kind of funny there's tons of job site stories i've had uh, gosh five years ago uh, we had a group of volunteers they're called caravanners it's retired folks who just travel all over the united states and they spend two weeks at a time at at different habitats and they were at our site um, and we were sheeting a roof and I showed up at the job site to say hi and check on folks and no one was doing anything besides our construction supervisor and so I said, come on, you guys, we can do this. And I climbed up there and I started sheeting the roof with our construction supervisor and everyone, all of the caravanners were looking up at me and I stopped and I said, all right, it's your turn. Come on up here. And they're like, you're doing a good job. We'll just stay here and watch you. And then I I had to finish my commitment and finish shooting that roof. But it's just, there's all kinds of funny, quirky things that go on. Um, Are you good at shooting roofs? I don't know if I'm necessarily good at it, but I wasn't, I wasn't told I couldn't do that again. And I have been told by our construction supervisor, I'm not allowed to do drywall anymore and I'm not on wheelbarrow duty. So I, I'll, <laughs> it was very heavy. Um, at least I can't push it in a straight line. It didn't oh. fall over, but it was very. Oh, I do remember that. It's actually, actually it's women, a balance thing. Yeah. You know, yep. it, mm-hmm. it was different than I thought it would be. But that's the cool thing about volunteering on the job site. You don't have to have experience. You learn what you're good at and maybe what you're not so good yep. at. And it's really fun. I mean, I might not have been pushing the wheelbarrow in a straight line, but I was having fun doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. That was great. I just don't like nail guns. Those freak me out. Oh my gosh. Those can be dangerous. Yeah. That's funny. So man overboard. Yeah. I don't foresee, uh, in the, 
in the Sheridan County area building a house that we're going to have a dude yeah. fall off a ship. I don't think building. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in that case, you say man overboard and you don't panic. It's yeah. there is international's advice. So. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, that's good advice, I guess. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, is there Christine, Sydney, is there anything I missed that you guys may have just thought of that we should promote while we have you guys in here? I don't think so. No. I mean, our door's always open. We love talking about what we do and what's coming up. And even if it's just over coffee at our office, we always welcome folks to come in and learn more about anything, any specific program or opportunity that we have. So awesome. It's been great to be here this morning. Selfish plug. Where, where is the office? Where is your guys' office if someone wants to come stop by? Our address is 1981 Double Eagle Drive, Suite C. It's in a series of condominiums behind the Comfort Inn. Okay. So we share a, not a space, but we share a same unit of buildings as Compass Center for Families and the um, Impact 307 Antelope, Antelope Groups, Antelope Butte Foundation. Yeah. Out. It's so it's there. out. You'd be going out Fifth Street, like towards uh, Coltiska Pumpkin Patch. Turn yep. right, yeah. right in there. Yep. Yep, and we're right there on the dump Perfect. road. Yep. Awesome. Yep, yep. going to the 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 landfill there. Awesome. Yep. Well, uh, I just want to recap um, a couple of the things you guys mentioned. So the Eaton's Wrangle, um, you know, finished up. That's kind of your biggest one yeah. um, of the year. Um, but you guys do have on November twelfth the cornhole tournament at the Wesleyan Church, correct? Yes. Awesome. So November 12th, go to the website. You can sign up there. There's kids and adults. So if you're a, a parent, you can send your kids to the kid one and then you can get into your tournament there. Um, and then uh, starting in November as well, the Standish Foundation will do a $25,000 match uh, for you guys until the end of the year, uh, which is a big one. So get on the mailing list, as Sydney said, or get um, email or mailers, either one. And so you can sign up for that. Um, I think that's all right there. Um, but, uh, no, that was great. I think I learned quite a bit about what you guys do and hopefully it was informative for anyone out there listening about Habitat for Humanity. Um, so Cindy and Christine, thanks for coming by. Um, and, uh, be on the lookout for all the mailers and stuff for the end of the year. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Sounds great. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely.